What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Gameverse episode 112 for Saturday, July 30. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, and uh, we're going to talk about some video games. My dude Rick is here. What's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? I'm excited. We got a, a, a few video game things to talk about, but I've been playing a lot of games. I can't wait to start talking about. But let's start where you always start, man. Tell the people what you've been playing. Uh, I want to talk about multiverses. Yes, I wanted to hear you talk about this. I didn't, I didn't get to see your stream because I yeah. was working. So I want to see what your, your opinion is. What you think of it? Uh, I want to start by saying that this game is trash. What, really? Yeah. Makes me sad. God damn uh, it, I'm bummed out now. It's it's so if if you're if you're not with the uh, if you're not following what's been going on here, it's the it's the WV version of like Smash, right? Did you say so, WV? Yeah. WV like Victor? W, w, no. I heard w, you say B, Doc. I heard you say Bravo. B. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Yeah. Warner so Brothers. So like... Warner's Brothers version of <laughs> smash so it's like a free-to-play version of smash with warner brothers characters so it's got like batman and shit bugs bunny and and steven universe characters like aria starks in it uh yeah iron giant so it just came out in like in like a version of early access where it's like open beta right now um game is trash dude it's like garbage uh it just doesn't feel good animations aren't like great um i'll give them credit like the character selection is diverse and there's like 17 characters and but it's all from different franchise lebron james is in it they just added him yeah but it's uh, not like real life lebron james like lebron james from space jam yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like a pretty cool little cop out to get like an actual person as an intellectual property, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. And like the game's trash, dude. It's it's trash. Uh What's trash about it? You got you, you can't just <laughs> drop a bomb like that and like not elaborate. Dude. It's just what's, the what's way it feels and plays. It just it doesn't feel good. The hitboxes are not accurate. The animations aren't smooth. Like, it's hard to explain the way something feels. You kind of just have to, like, play. Because if you ever played Smash, it, it has a very... It's very fluid. Uh, it's very tight. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moves whereas, have, like... Moves have a lot of, like, weight to them. Yeah. Whereas this just doesn't... It just doesn't feel good you don't feel like you're making contact you know like i think uh smash does that like hit stop thing where like you know you're playing like monster hunter and you do a real big hit on the thing and it just like stops for like a femtosecond like it like freezes for like a femtosecond to make you like feel like you're hitting a thing oh Uh, yeah this doesn't like smash kind of does that but to make it just like making you feel like you're hitting something but like this doesn't do. I said the same shit about Brawlhalla, and that's one of the biggest games on the planet. So, like, 
like I'm, so maybe I'm, you just got a bad take then yeah of course i'm like <laughs> wrong rebels in the chat what's up rebel just like you can be up, you can go to gamerverse.com slash twitch or slash discord rebel says the animation looks so slow it's not that they're slow it's just that they don't feel like smooth you know it, it doesn't feel like they have a lot of frames of animation but uh, yeah, i'm watching the game some gameplay right now and this is the first time i've watched like extended gameplay yeah and it looks a little stiff like the way the animations are it's like it's stiff. like really snappy but not a good snappy the animations are stiff and the movements are floaty if that makes any sense uh, yeah, it's 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 like there there's frames in like the wrong places. Yeah, like there's frames in the move, but not like the wind up or the reaction to it. It looks like um, there's no block, only dodge. You can dodge like infinitely, I think. Um, there's there's 17 characters, and you can you have to buy all of them. Except they have, I think, four or five are on rotation for free. And that rotation changes every two weeks. So okay. uh, Finn the human is free right now. And he's fucking broken. Not broken. Let me rephrase that. I discovered something about this game that I don't think anyone else is talking about. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's, let's hear it. What is it? Is that when you go into fucking matchmaking... You're paying. You're playing against bots, but okay. it does the thing where it they masquerade them as actual players. They give them names, and they say, "Hey, this guy's playing on uh, PS4. This guy's playing on Xbox." Oh wow! But they're actually fucking bots. Okay. Now you're asking me, how do I know they're bots if they look like humans? Well, Finn the human has a move where he can throw an item on the ground. Right? Right. Uh, and you can pick that item up, and your teammate can pick that item up. The AI bots also try to pick that item up. So I guess they're just programmed incorrectly that they, they try to... Whenever an item comes out, everyone on the map fucking scrambles for it instantly. So usually when, when I, what happened is I spawn this item, it just flies out of Finn. And then usually my teammate instantly just catches it out the air. I'm like, what the fuck? That's fast as shit. Uh, or if it hits the ground, fucking you see them like, you see the AI team trying to pick it up. They just like uh, stutter walk on top of it, trying to pick it up and they can't pick it up. And I'm like, oh, these guys are fucking bots. They keep trying to pick up this item and they cannot, they're not allowed to because they're on the other team. I was going to say, like, like, how do you know they're not just people who don't understand the mechanics, but they because keep they trying keep, even though it doesn't work? They keep doing it. Okay. It's like it happened more than once. And then they, the animation that they, it's not an animation. They just like walk back and forth like real fast over the item trying to pick it up. Okay. It's like, ooh, once, that's. Once you see it, you're like, oh, these are fucking bots because. They keep doing the same thing. They just walk back and forth over on top of this item every time it comes out. Real talk, like put a video together on that. Like, yeah, I was, I was going to. It. Like, be, I haven't heard anything about that, so do it. I, I have, I, I caught it in, in this footage here, but I just, I need to find out exactly where it happens. Um, it was like Superman, like I saw Superman doing it and I saw Batman doing it. And it was like, as soon as this fucking item comes out, or or that happens, or like 
as soon as I spawn the item, my teammate will just snatch it out the sky, like before I can even realize that I that it's I weird. spawned the item. I'm like, this guy. It's super weird weird that you're experiencing that many bots though, because the game like the open beta is up right now. Like you think it'd be getting like some attention. It's weird uh, that they need to populate that many saying. bots I, already. I, I, I like what what I think it is is like this isn't the only game that does this is like they, they put you in bot matches in the beginning to make you uh, feel like you're good or just to make you feel good about the game so that you'll be like, wow, I'm so good at this game. I'm going to make some purchases now or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, Call of Duty mobile does the same shit. Um, that Mario Kart mobile game does the same shit. Yeah. Where, like, that like wizard bots. battle Royale did it too. Like I fell yeah. for it. I didn't buy shit, but I was like, I played like one match and I won and I was like, oh, this game is dope. And I told everybody I knew, like, go check it out. And then I got my ass kicked, like my second match. And then that's when I realized, like, oh, it's all bots for your first match. So you yeah. can feel good about it. Yeah. So it was like my first couple matches where I think I played for an hour, had maybe like 10 matches. And I swear only one of them, I was definitely a human. Because... Uh, they were playing the the other free characters. Notice that they're also not playing the free characters. Uh, like what I expected to see was like everyone playing the free characters because they're, they're free characters. You don't want to buy any characters. Um, yeah. So all the bots are playing the not free characters. So you can like be like, wow, this guy's playing Tom and Jerry. I want to buy him. Or um, mm -hmm. so I think the only other okay. human I saw was playing the free character. And then at the end of the match. You can like choose to rematch, or you can choose to just leave. Uh, yeah. The bots are obvious because as soon as the match ends, they instantly all hit rematch. And the one mm -hmm. human player I got did not hit rematch. Uh, so, Ooh. I don't know. Yeah, that's a bummer. I'm hoping that like some of this shit gets like ironed out if it's just early access, but. If yeah. the problems are like at the core of like the animations and the hit feel, like that's gonna take a lot of work to fix. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is you have to buy all the characters. Um and you can buy them with the in game currency, which they give you a lot in the beginning. They give you enough, like in the first couple hours, to just buy like one character, maybe two. But the problem is all the characters they don't they're not they don't all have the same price. So what? like Taz Taz the Tasmanian Devil is like fifteen hundred. Like the lowest is fifteen hundred. But then some of them are two thousand and some of them are three thousand. What? So, How? Why? Are they like just like better than other characters? Like, that's what I'm maybe like some of them are better and they know it, so they're like, Oh yeah, this guy's three thousand. But um if you want to yeah, pay I was real say, money, it can't be like an IP thing because like Warner Brothers owns all these like properties. So yeah. So, but if you want to pay real money, they're all they're all seven dollars. And the problem with that uh. is, you can't buy you can't buy the currency the in the paid currency. You can't buy them. You can't just buy seven dollars. You have to either buy five dollars worth or ten dollars worth. So if you want to buy one character with real money, you have yeah, to pay at least seven dollars. Yeah, all, you have to pay at least ten dollars. Oh, you got to pay at least ten dollars. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's annoying as hell. And Man, that's a bummer. I was really excited about this game. <laughs> <laughs> there's um, there's there's seventeen characters. So 
It would be like seven dollars each to unlock all of them with real money. Or you can go. You can do the. There's like a founders pack that you can buy buy for forty dollars, and that comes with fifteen character unlock tickets. And there's there's seventeen characters. So even the forty dollar pack isn't enough to get all the characters. Well, you start uh, with like two free characters, right? Like. Maybe you get four it's just... free ones, but once they once they rotate out, you don't you can't use them anymore. So, but isn't there like okay? So there's not like one anchor character that's like always available. No, I don't think so. It's just because like you know how League of Legends has like what's that that chick with the bow and arrow? Ash is that her name? Like yeah. you always have Ash there. It cycles through other heroes, but you always have like that one character. Like there's nothing like that with uh, multiverses. I don't think so. That's what people thought. I think, like, Shaggy and shit were free last week before the beta. And then people were like, what the fuck? Why can't I play Shaggy anymore? And I, they don't even tell you this in-game, by the way. I had to look it up, uh, like, what, how the free character shit works, because they don't tell you in-game. So it's, it's, like, it's like four or five characters on a two-week two week rotation. That's ah, a bummer. Anyway, cool. that's all to say. That's all to say that like you don't need to buy. You don't need to buy all the characters. Yeah. Because what you can do is just you can go into the practice mode and you can try all the characters for free in the practice mode. Okay. So that's good. That you can find out what characters you actually like in the practice mode and then just buy those ones with the with the in game currency. So maybe you like like maybe you actually like using three of the characters, and you can just you can just get those ones. Okay, that's good. That's a bummer. Hopefully, like some of the stuff like gets ironed out a little bit. You know, some of the the edges get smoothed out. But we'll see. Like this game has potential to be something really cool, but we'll see what Maybe they do. Maybe cool, with it. but for the people who are like, yeah, this is this is a perfect fucking game. It was way better than Smash. You're out of your fucking mind. This this is. I don't not, think is... anything's gonna like beat Smash. If I'm being honest, if we even if we just talk about like technical ability, like Smash is just such a big name. I think it's it's too big to fail. Honestly, I'm at least I even, think so. I'm not even a huge Smash fan, but the thing that I like about Smash is that it's it's a very high quality product. Yeah. Like, aside from the fighting, the entire presentation of all of those games are like very very high like they put fucking work into every part of those fucking games so like maybe you don't like the like the fighting aspect of it but yeah i'm sure there's like other technical more technically sound games i heard like uh god what was that other game that came out it was made by like a bunch of like they have like pro smash players like in on it to help build it but nobody plays it because it's like yeah. even though it, it's like supposed to be dashers. technically like very solid no it was what the fuck was it called hold on it was like a pixel based like smash clone but the whole thing of it is like oh this is supposed to be like for the hardcore like like platform fighter fans I thought it was like and rival, rivals of ether oh. rivals of ether yeah it's supposed to be like a really technical, like tight platform fighter, 
that that was built to be like competitive and like nobody talks about it <laughs> like it doesn't have the same like appeal, like visual style as smash or the same like staying yeah. power as smash i just mean that smash is, has first of all it has like so many different game modes it has yeah uh so much shit to like collect and all the collectibles have like the history of that thing attached yeah. to it so if you want to look if you want to like look up like anything it, it has all the, the lore attached and shit it's even just, the like, moves are like references to the games too like yeah. it's insane like, like how so much, much attention more to these games and just the the fighting yeah. part uh that just like nothing else really cut like th- those games are kind of just like museums of like gaming history almost. yeah uh and it's like a labor of love almost when i see shit like this it's kind of like a spit in the face to at, like the quality yeah. of those games but uh that's all i gotta say about this game i'm uh yeah I like two hours of it and that was enough Oh, that's a bummer. I'll check it out probably, and I'll probably have like another opinion on it next week. Um, you also played Stray. Like that's that's another thing I wanted to hear about. How is it? Is it like actually like a pretty good game, or is it just like a meme game? Uh, no, it's like really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, uh, the 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 only other thing the only thing I had to say about it is that. If you're if you're going in like expecting a game about cats, it's not a game about cats. Yeah. It could be the it's cat. It's like a cyberpunk like dystopian game, but you just yeah, play as yeah. a cat. Yeah. yeah. So if you're going in expecting like a cat game, you're probably gonna be disappointed. But what is there is like it's like a really a compelling story just about um like robots and like the absence like the absence of humans i guess or it's like robots imitating humans because the humans are gone and that's the whole thing you're trying to figure out is like what's happening in this world or uh how can we fix the world or there's like a way out yeah it's like, it's like an existential like it's, it's what I've been told. It's like an existential, like cyberpunk story. Yeah, yeah. But you just play as a cat. <laughs> yeah, like the cat can really be replaced by like a raccoon or, you know, any other four-legged creature. Really, because it's not really about the cat. It's more about the world you're in and the and the inhabitants. Yeah. Really. Um, which is like one thing that bumps me out when I hear about it, because like I'll see like people on TikTok like talking about it. It's like this is a new hot game to talk about right now, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's a cat game. You play as a cat." Like that's all they focus on. And I'm like, "Well, what? There's more to it than that." Like, <laughs> yeah, a lot more to it. Yeah. Um, no one's no one's. I haven't seen anyone talk about the fucking soundtrack. By the way, yeah, I mentioned good. this last time. The soundtrack's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. I uh, like every every time a new like track comes on, I'm like, yo, this this shit fucking slaps. <laughs> it's like really good. I'm, like I'm trying to buy the. Heard good things about the soundtrack. I like what is it with like cyberpunk games just having like fucking banger soundtracks? <laughs> yeah, 
Um, that's really all I got to say about it. It's, yeah. uh, it's not very long. I'm probably, I haven't finished it yet. I'm probably going to finish it today. Sure, I'll check it out. I'm home all day today, so <laughs> I'll actually be able to, like, hang out and, like, talk with you <laughs> and, like, check out your stream if you stream it today. I haven't been playing. Okay, that's a lie. I played a, a few games. So I'm going to start with Monster Hunter Rise. I love Monster Hunter Rise. Okay, I'll be honest. I love it. Like, I, I've, I've made no, like, it's not a secret, my love for Monster Hunter. But <laughs> I may have burned myself out of it a little bit. Oh. I, I played this game extensively since the new expansion came out. And I am hitting a point where I'm like, kind. I'm starting to feel myself burn out, and I'm getting my ass like handed to me, right now, and I'm just not in the right headspace to like really be enjoying this game right now. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna put this on the back burner. I'm gonna play something a little bit more chill, and then like get the energy back to like play it again. Energy's not a right word. I just the headspace, I guess, to play it again. So I tried playing grounded. And that was a fucking mistake. Because <laughs> that game is just as fucking stressful. <laughs> My god. Since the last time we played, they added a new system where you can, like, beef with the bugs. So if you fuck up, like, one species of bug too much, they'll, like, attack you and get back at you and attack your base. You gotta hold the base off from these bugs or they'll fuck all your shit up and, like, ruin your stuff. It's so frustrating. And... I don't know how this is happening because I stopped killing the ants because I don't have to kill them anymore. I got everything I needed out of them. And I'm wearing their armor so they don't even attack me so I never have to worry about fucking with them. But for some reason, they pick fights with me. I'll just be out in the wilderness and it's like, all the ants are attacking. Like, they're getting payback. I was like, payback against what? I didn't fucking do anything. <laughs> I'm just existing and they're taking it personally for some reason. And I'll just be out and about, and they'll just, I'll get a message that they're attacking my base, and I need to get there now. And those of you who haven't played Grounded, there's no, like, fast travel. So you got, I gotta physically walk back to my base, and then fuck them up. And I turned the game off the other day, because I had this really fucking annoying situation where I was by the, 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 the koi pond, uh, trying to get some stuff together so I can find the, the lab there. And I built a mini base next to the koi pond so that if I die, I could just start right there. And I got a message that my base is being attacked. I need to head back. So I run all the way back to my base at the end hill, you know, where you first start the game. All the way back there. Fight off as many ants as I can. They've already fucked up half of my shit. And then they kill me. And I remember, and because I had saved at the koi pond, I spawned back there, and oh, I gotta shit. run all the way back while they're fucking my shit up. And I'm like, I'm fucking done with this game, so I turned it off. <laughs> and I haven't turned it back on since. <laughs> um, jokes aside, it is a fun game. Like, there's a lot of cool stuff there. They, they tweaked some of the uh, story stuff a little bit. So now... When you first start and you find, like, Burgle, there's, like, a chip right next to him. That chip's gone. Now the chip is at another location, and you gotta go, like, a whole thing there to, like, find it. Which is pretty cool. Like, it's, a, it's an area you and I haven't explored yet, so it was really cool to check that out. 
And the game, it's one of the funner survival games I played. Like, it's definitely really, really cool. And the concept is really neat. Those of you who don't know, you're in a... It's basically Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the game, basically. <laughs> it's a survival game, but you're the size of, like, a bug. You have to try to live in your own backyard. It's really cool. It's a really cool concept. I love it. I love every part of it. But the game can be so fucking frustrating and unforgiving sometimes, the way these mechanics work together. Just my god. And it's... It, it's... It really, like, left a sour taste in my mouth the way this, like, invasion system was happening. Because all this stuff I spent so long, like, building, putting together. The building stuff is fun. Like, I'm not a big fan of, like, building mechanics in games, but I spent a lot of time on it in this game. And I had a blast with it. And just to have these ants that I don't fuck with just show up and fuck my shit up because they got some beef with me. I don't know where it started. Like, it's so annoying. I'll probably get back into it later once I've cooled off, but, like, <laughs> no, that pissed me off, like, substantially. Um, I'm playing Dragon Quest XI again. After Grounded pissed me off, I went to Dragon Quest XI to, like, <laughs> kind of, like, calm me down a little bit. I was playing that a lot. I might actually finish the game this time, because I never finished it. Um, Dragon Quest XI's great. It's a traditional turn-based Japanese RPG. Fucking, this game is old school as fuck. So if you don't like turn-based RPGs, this is like the pinnacle of turn-based RPGs. And it's, it's really cool. Like, there's not a lot to say about it, really. It's a great game, great story, fun mechanics, interesting characters. It's not going to, like, change the world. It's not going to, like, change how RPGs are played. It's very traditional in the way it's handled. But sometimes, you know, you need that. You know, it's good to have this, like, comfort game, you know, that's not going to surprise you too much. And as I was playing that, Diablo 2 and 3 were on sale on the Switch eShop. Uh -oh. And I had some points. I had about $15 in, like, points. So I was like, you know, fuck it. I'll, I'll pick it up. I only had to spend, like, 20 bucks of my own money. And I got, like, Diablo 2 and 3. I never played Diablo 2, so I guess it would be a cool chance to try it out. And dude, Diablo 2. <laughs> it's really fun. It's a very old-school game. You know, it, it's very, very old in the way it's handled, but it still aged pretty well, I think. You know, I like action RPGs. I like exploring the map. You know, watching numbers go up, fucking stuff up. I'm playing with a Necromancer right now, so I'm having a lot of fun doing that. My problem is the fucking inventory, dude, is so small. I'm, like, teleporting back to town every, like, five minutes because my stuff's filling up. And I Googled it. I was like, when am I going to, like, upgrade my inventory? Because I want to start beeline to that. Oh, no, you can't. Like, that's the inventory I'm going to have for the rest of the game. <laughs> have you played Diablo 2? I never played it. Well, I played... No, I never played this one. Are you the type that just picks up fucking everything? Yeah, I am. So I think that's my problem. I need yeah. to, like, know when to leave stuff behind. <laughs> I started doing that, like, leaving a bunch of stuff behind that I'm not going to need. Another thing about Diablo 2 that Diablo 3 fixed. So Diablo 3 has, there's potions. You can pick up potions to heal yourself. But the way it's handled in Diablo 3 is that you don't physically pick up potions. You have, like, one potion. And it's on a cooldown, so after you use it, you have to wait that cooldown off before you can pop it off again. 
which is cool because it doesn't take up space in your inventory. But in Diablo 2, there's a potion for your health, there's a potion for mana, and your stamina. If you're running, you use up stamina. And you can wait for that to recharge, or you can pop a potion to heal to restore it. So that's already like three different things that I'm carrying more, and they don't stack. So they each take up a space in my inventory. So if I'm picking up a bunch of potions, my inventory is going to fill up immediately if I'm picking up every potion. So I learned to like leave those alone and just carry like what. So you, you have a belt you can like strap your potions to. So you can pop them off with like a quick select. So I just got into the habit of carrying what I can on my belt and not putting it in my inventory. And that helped things out a little bit. But if you're the kind of person like me who's like, I'm going to pick up all the loot. It's going to get really fucking annoying really fast because of how often I'm having to run back or teleport back to town, sell off my shit, and go back out. Every, I'm not even exaggerating, dude. Every five minutes, I was, like, teleporting back. If I ran through a dungeon, I would have to go back to base at least, like, half a dozen times just to, like, yeah. drop off all the shit I was, like, getting. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. And, I, yeah, I very quickly learned, like, just you don't have to pick up everything. <laughs> you can leave some stuff behind. And I started doing that. But it feels weird because, like, my brain's not wired that way. You know, so it feels weird. Like, I'm leaving money on the table if I'm leaving shit at, if I'm leaving shit at base. If I'm leaving shit in the dungeon. But that, that's my hang-up. Maybe no one else has this problem but me. But that's, that's my hang-up. Um, I got Diablo 3 as well. Like, on Switch, it came with the pack I bought. I honestly don't know why I even bothered with it. Because, like, I've played Diablo 3 to death on PC and on PS4, so I don't know why I bought it on Switch. Um, I'll, I'll, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I did it, honestly. I kind of regret doing it, but whatever. <laughs> I think I had it on Switch, uh, too. I think I remember everything being way too small. Like, Yeah, that's my worry about, is I'm going to play things going to be too small. But, yeah. I mean, I like Diablo 3. It's a fun game. Like, I, it's a fun game, and... It'll be cool to have it. I'm sure there's going to be a day where, like, I, I open it up and play it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I spent money on this. Especially for, like, 20 bucks, you know. Again, it was 20 bucks my own money with all the points and stuff I had and the sale they were running. And I got Diablo 2 and 3. It's not a bad deal. Like, I might as well have just taken advantage of it. It would have been, like, $8 just to get Diablo 2. So for 12 more dollars, you know, I got Diablo 3 with it. I don't think it was a bad deal. You could just play Diablo Immortal for free. Uh, or fuck that, because Diablo Immortal's <laughs> trash. <laughs> also, I can't fucking see anything in Diablo Immortal. I'm getting too goddamn old. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird, though, because Diablo 2, I can see everything just fine, even on my Switch screen, so I don't know. Maybe it's just, like, phones just aren't meant to play games or something. Uh, I didn't know this about Diablo 2, but, like, uh, the Halo Master Chief collection, you can, like, push a button and switch back and forth between the original graphics and the new graphics. You can do that in Diablo 2. I didn't know oh, that. Cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. So I was like playing through it. You know, when you play Diablo 2, like you look at it, it looks like old school. Like it looks like an older game. And a lot of people I've talked to about it who grew up playing Diablo 2 are saying the game looks as good as they remember. The, the, the remaster, the remake. But then when you pop back to the original graphics and see how that game really looked, it's like, holy shit. It's like a night and day difference. Which... I kind of like that. I like when video games do that, when a remake just, it improves the graphics to a point where it looks as good as you remember it looking. You know what I mean? You know, I don't want a game to like change things too much, you know, because there's, there's that nostalgia for the older game. 
just change it enough that like it looks as good as my brain remembers it looking and i think i'll be happy with it and that's what this game does i never played diablo 2 i have no nostalgia for diablo 2 i didn't get in diablo till 3 but i'm having some fun with this like despite like some of the gripes i have on the inventory management i'm having some fun with this game and i can see myself dumping quite a few hours into it um also it's gonna make you happy i finally 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 played dj max respect finally yeah and i got some issues dude <laughs> Okay, it's a fun game. It's a really fun game. It's one of the funner, like, rhythm games I've played in a very, very long time. I really like the way it feels. The music track fucking slaps. Oh, my God. There's so much good music in this game that I've never heard before. Um, It's got Guilty Gear tracks on it, which is great, because Guilty Gear's got some fucking great music. My problem with the game comes down to... The visuals, like how the game presents information to me. So I don't know how to describe this, but you 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 pull up, you play the game. It's pretty traditional rhythm game, right? Like you have like the notes coming down. You have to time your button press with the way the notes hit the screen, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. I think that's cool as hell. But the little bit it uses to show the notes, every time you hit a button it tells you like your max score you know if you timed it perfectly it's 100 percent. if you timed it a little bit off it's like 90 if you were like way off they're still gonna give you credit for it it's like two percent you know that pops up every time you hit a note that popping up on screen combined with like my combo list takes up so much screen real estate <laughs> If notes are flying at me, I can't fucking see what's going on. You can turn. I think it might just be a me problem. I I couldn't find the toggle in the settings. <laughs> I need you to show me where this is. I spent like twenty minutes trying to find it. I'm like, am I fucking dumb or is this like not in here? Because I can't see shit. And I, I failed songs because like notes are just coming at me, and I can't fucking see the notes. Like, look at this. Like, I'm I'm seeing the the stream. Like, it's really easy to get lost in that mess of, like, your combo list and the, yeah. and the max score. Like, if that was, like, off of that screen, if it was, like, where the... There's, there's a lot of open space there, you know, where the music video plays. If it happened off screen on that, I think I would have a better time with it. Yeah. I just, I get lost in that, dude. Like, there, there's a couple songs I failed because I'm like, I, I can't fucking see anything. Um, also, I'm playing with my speed at, like, 3, which is, I think, a comfortable speed to play at. But everyone tells you that's, like, oh, that's, like, fast. You don't want to play at that. And I'm like, I don't know. It goes all the way up to, like, 7, right? So I don't think 3 is that fast. Yeah. That's just no, what you... I'm comfortable. Every, everything below that's, like, slow to me. <laughs> yeah, you, you just want to set it to where it's comfortable for you. Yeah. Wait, so you you watching the stream? Hold on. I'll, I'll, show, you where, I'll show you where the... Um... If you it's it's on this page where where you have to change it, you have to go to um. So I got the, Twitch opened up separately on my phone, so it's like delayed oh. as fuck. So it's on the it's on the song select screen. You have to hit the yeah, uh, song select screen. Okay. You have to go into your equipment menu. Yeah, that's yeah. where I went, and I saw that there, and I was able to change like the transparency, um, the fever setting. Also, fever should be set default to just go off automatically once you have enough. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't set that. 
like having to like remember to like press a space bar because that fever builds up so fast. Yeah, are there like, there's reasons me why there's reasons why you would want to manually do it? Uh, maybe there's like a high level reason to do it, but I haven't hit that yet. Yeah, because it's like timed. It has like uh, it's timed, so you kind of want to only hit it when you've like you've stretched it out and then you want to hit it again to like maximize the length of it. Cause if it just goes off as soon as it fills up, you've not maximized the, the full length of your, whatever fever you have, you know, that's so much to like deal or with on top. If you, of if like you know the, the song, if you know the song and you know where, like there's not many notes in this section. So I'm going to stretch out my fever until the notes start coming back and you can kind of do that too. Gotcha. It's for it's for it's a higher level play thing, but just out to auto, it's fine. All right, that's good. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, show me where this like where I can change that. If you already did it in the stream, I can't see it. Yeah, well, I can't really. It's it's just a video clip. But there's like it's in the equipment section, and then there's also like in the settings settings. There's also there's some in there too. I'll take a look at it again then maybe like i wasn't like really looking at it but yeah that's like if i could change that i i'd be okay like i wouldn't have any problems with the game because like yeah. it's a lot of fun it is legit like a really fun game like there's there's some cool shit here um it's really fun to play the music's great like the music are all bangers uh the 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 music videos that play in the background are really cool I had to turn that shit off because I was getting too distracting combined with like yeah. all the other information throwing at me. Uh, maybe like it won't be so bad once I turn off the uh, the visual cue stuff. I don't want to turn it off completely though. I still want it to tell me like if I hit that score perfectly. Can I like change where it's located or is it just an on or off thing? I think it's just on or off. Oh, that's a bummer. The problem is you're looking, you're looking in the wrong spot your 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 eyes aren't in the right place you're, you're okay because where am i supposed to be because i'm looking at the top seeing it come down and then like hitting it yeah that's where your eyes are am supposed I just... to be. like your eyes are supposed yeah to be near and the then top. like exactly and my eyes at the top it follows down and it gets lost in like the combo score the max score and then i'm like where the fuck did that note go no and you're then, not supposed to be looking yeah, at the bottom you're not shit. supposed to be once you see the note come in from the top, well, if you're like higher level, you can just you can see that note come in, and then you know when to hit it already. Uh, yeah, I'm not that level yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like they're they're kind of it's like hard to explain, but you're supposed to like see the note, and you're supposed to know when to hit it. It's like. You you don't have to look at the bottom half ever, once you like know what you're doing. It's it's weird. Yeah, my brain's not like wired that way. Yeah, <laughs> I got ADD, dude. My brain's not wired that <laughs> way. Um, but no, like jokes aside, like it is it is really cool. It's really cool. And there's like an air mode, I think is what it's called. Like that was one of the things it showed me where it's like a yeah. streaming mode, where yeah, like yeah. people can like chat with you and like leave messages, and you can see it like on the screen as you're playing. Which is really cool. I like that idea. I'm never going to use it, but I like that idea. Yeah, there, there's 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 cool stuff here. Um, it's on Game Pass. It's where I played it. None of the 
DLC is on Game Pass yet, from what I can see. Because I know, like, it's been out on Steam forever. And there's already a ton of, like, track expansions available for it on yeah. Steam. None of them are on Game Pass. I checked. I couldn't see anything else to buy on Game Pass. So maybe that'll be coming later. But it's still cool, you know, that it's there. This is the first time it's been outside of PC, right? Because when it was dropped on Game Pass. Because um, it dropped the on Xbox at the same on, time, right? It's the first time it's been on an Xbox platform. Yeah. It's been on PlayStation forever. Right, because it was on PSP and, like, Vita, right? Yeah, it's on PS4. Yeah. So this will be cool to, to play through. I liked what I was playing. Again, the Guilty Gear stuff is really cool. Um, I'm probably going to be playing this more because I do like what I'm playing. I'll introduce my wife to it. She loves, like, Japanese rhythm games, so I'll show it to her, see if she likes it. But, no, it's a fun game. I'm glad I played it. Um, my only gripe is, like, how it presents the information to me and how I'm supposed to process it. I'm sure, though, one day it's going to, like, click, and I'm just going to get it, and I'm not going to have these problems anymore. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's that growing pains that's, like, giving me issues right now. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. all I've been playing. Um, we spent a lot of time talking about our games, but you know, that's that's we're a video game podcast, man. I love talking about video games. Yeah. Um, we got some news to go on though. Um, first thing, according to Bloom a Bloomberg article, Grand Theft Auto will have a female main character for the first time. Um, I don't know if you've seen some of the internet responses to it, but a lot of dudes are not happy about it. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, not surprising. Yeah, I have seen stuff all over, like, Reddit and, like, Twitter, like, oh, it's a bunch of woke bullshit. If Grand Theft Auto goes woke, I'm not going to buy it. And it's like, dude, go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> like Grand Theft, Auto's, Grand Theft Auto has had, like, social commentary forever. It's too stupid to realize it. Um, yeah. But whatever. <laughs> the whole game is based on social commentary. Like, that's what the game is, basically. Yeah. It's social commentary the game, but all yeah. you care about is, like, shooting hookers, so whatever. Um, but no, jokes aside, like, it's going to feature a female protagonist for the first time. Uh, it'll be a Latina lead character. Um, it's a pair of characters. One of them's a Latina. I don't know who the other one's going to be. Um, and it is influenced by actual bank robbers, Bonnie and Clyde, so it'll be cool to see how that plays out. Um... According to this article, the game's been in development in some form since 2014. But even then, the developers still expect the release to be at least two years away. Um, especially since earlier this year, a bunch of designers actually quit Rockstar's Edinburgh office, saying that they were actually tired of the lack of progress in the game. Um, so that kind of bums me out a little bit, because when I heard, like... Oh, it's been development since 2014, so I got a ways away. I was like, oh, okay, cool. The game's going to be, like, polished to hell then. But no, they just haven't been really making progress on it since then, which bums me out. Um, according to early design documents, it's, it's going to include territories modeled after North and South America, according to some people familiar with the plans, the way the game's going to work. And the new map is going to focus on a fictional version of Miami and some of the surrounding areas of it. I mean, Vice City was based on Miami, wasn't it? Or am I making that up? Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like they're going back to Vice City or... Yeah. But Vice City took place in the 80s, so I don't know if it's going to take place in the 80s too, or is it going to be more of a modern look at Vice City? 
Knows. I would imagine maybe modern, but yeah, that's what I would imagine too. But we'll see. I mean, their plan with the game, according to some of these early uh, design documents, some of these other uh, team members, um, their plan is to continually update the game over time, adding new missions, cities on a regular basis, which leadership kind of hopes will lead to less crunch during the game's final months. I don't know how I feel about that releasing a game because it sounds like they're going to release the game unfinished. I don't want to use that yeah. word. That sounds like they're going to do. They're just going to finish it up as they go along. Yeah. But I mean, if they release the game and it has the same content like GTA Five did when that dropped, and just add more to it later to make it bigger, I'm okay with that. But the game's going to like feel incomplete when it drops. You know, I'm not going to be happy about it. Um. All in all, pretty cool. I haven't really, I don't really care about Grand Theft Auto. Sorry, <laughs> but. I like the attention to detail in Grand Theft Auto games, like the amount of work they put into like building these environments, building the areas, building the locales. There's a lot of work involved in that that I can really appreciate. Um, I remember GTA five came out, you know, it's based after uh, uh, California. And my dad grew up in California. And at the time I had heard like, I heard uh, people talking about like showing like side by side comparisons of like, actual california locations and grand theft auto and it was built like almost one-to-one -one. yeah and i actually funny story i took my dad through it and i told him about it i was like hey i know you grew up in la um how well do you remember he's like oh i remember it like the back of my hand like you know i haven't been there in decades but you know you don't forget like your hometown and i was like hey cool uh, i'm gonna drive you around like los santos here and tell him if this looks familiar and holy shit dude like the smile on his face like going <laughs> driving through the area um he was telling me like yeah there's like a shop right there and sure enough i turn the corner there's that shop and he's like if you drive up here there'll be a vineyard on your right sure enough there's a vineyard on my right he's like if you keep going up here you'll hit the beach like it, it was crazy like he was able to find his way around it almost one-to-one -one. like it was really cool yeah and gta 4 was the same way with uh yeah. new york city yeah that's what everyone tells me so something like that i could appreciate Grand Theft Auto. Also, the story's like fun. I know everyone talks about GTA Online right now. That's like the most popular part of GTA 5. But the story's legitimately like really fun. Like it's a cool story. Uh the characters are hilarious. Some of the best dialogue I've heard in video games came out of GTA 5. Yeah, the story is incredible. I, yeah, what's crazy is we kind of know more about like this next game. We know more about this before it cut. Because if you remember, like, no one knew what the fuck GTA Five was until it came out. Even, yeah. like, the same with, like, Red Dead Redemption 2. Like, we knew, like, slivers of information, but until those games came out, no one knew anything. So, it's crazy that we know so yeah. much about this one. And oh, I remember it's... when GTA Five was coming out, they were... When I say coming out, I mean, if the game was already done, there was a release date. <laughs> And that's when they showed off, like, the trailers and shit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they, we didn't hear about, like, oh, GTA... We didn't even know GTA Five was in development until, like, they dropped a trailer. <laughs> yeah. So, and, like, we, yeah, we it knew, is... Like, we knew there were, like, three characters, but we didn't know, like, how they were implemented. So people were like, what? Fucking three characters? This is stupid. And then until the game came out, they didn't even know how it worked. And then people yeah. loved it. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I never finished it. That's because, like, I suck at finishing games. 
but I did like what I was playing. The game's really cool. Like the story's great. It's funny as hell. My God, that game's fucking hilarious, dude. Um, anytime like Franklin goes home and he talks like his friends, his family, it's just it's fucking bust of popcorn. <laughs> it's a great fucking time. It's so goddamn funny. Um, well, Michael's stuff is really funny too. What's up, Travis? The whole game's fucking hilarious. Everything's um, great. It's one. It's one of the. Yeah. It's one of the best games ever. I think. But... Yeah, I agree. It's one of the best games I never finished, for sure. Yeah, um, I finished it. And yeah, I gotta go back and finish it. It's on Epic. Like it was on Epic forever ago, and they released it for free. So I might as well just like redownload it and actually try to try to beat it. Um, but I had fun with it. And if this is gonna be a a new game in that same vein, with the same like kind of tongue in cheek like social commentary, I'm okay with it because I, I thought that shit was really yeah. funny. The problem and... is. The, the the people yeah. who were involved in that franchise from the beginning until five, they're not there anymore. Yeah. So it's a different, it's a whole di- different, it's a whole different rock star. There's still a rock star, but there's different people involved now. So we don't know if those people have the same, uh, ideas or the same skill sets to kind of bring bring everything home in the same way you know what i'm saying like it's different writers it's different everything so we gotta we really gotta really want to check it out then still because yeah. like rockstar is like if you look at their like history like when they released grand theft auto 3 it was like a game changer yeah, and even though someone who's never really played Grand Theft Auto growing up, I was unfortunate enough to have uh, I was fortunate and unfortunate enough to have a gamer parent, and my dad was a huge gamer, so it was cool because like he knew what games were out, he knew what games are good, so I didn't get like bullshit games. Like he knew like what games were good when I got a game, but at the same time, he also knew like what the ESRB was, what games were rated, so he knew like what games to keep away from me, and so I never played Grand Theft Auto growing up at all. I didn't play Grand Theft Auto until like GTA 4. And even then, like, I played it at a buddy's house. I didn't actually own and play a Grand Theft Auto game until like GTA 5. And um, I liked it. I liked what I was playing. And I could understand like why Grand Theft Auto 3 was like such a big deal when it came out. And since then, they've just gotten bigger and bigger, more detail. Uh, more environments, better stories, better characters. So I can't wait to see what this game is. Even though it's not the same Rockstar, I still want to see what they put out with this. Just because it's it's Grand Theft Auto, man. Like when a new Grand Theft Auto gets announced, like everyone's gonna be looking at it, regardless of like what the content is or um who's developed or what um. Where it's gonna take place when a new GTA gets announced, everyone's looking at it, everyone's paying attention to it, and I can't wait to see what happens with this. I can't wait till we get some more information on it, what they're bringing back, what they're getting rid of. It'll be really cool to check out whenever that comes out. Um, yeah, right now there's not a lot of information. Well, there's a lot comparatively speaking to like what we've gotten before, but yeah. we still don't know a lot about it. There's still a lot to fill in, and I can't wait to see what comes out with that. Uh, moving on from that story, we got some PlayStation Plus games coming out for August. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon is going to be out on PS4 and PS5. 
But, I mean, if you've had Game Pass, it's been on there for a while, so... <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. We're not sponsored by Microsoft, everybody. It's just Game Pass is a great deal. And you should, if you game on PC, you should have Game Pass. I'm just saying. Uh, but what's not on Game Pass, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. It's a cross-gen deluxe bundle, so you get it for PS4 and PS5 with your PlayStation Plus subscription. I've wanted to play that forever. So now that that's going to come out, that's a reason for me to go in and try it, because I love Tony Hawk. So it'll be really cool to play this. I haven't played this uh, Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake yet. Have you had a chance to try it? No. It's on PC, but it's only on Epic, I think. Yeah. Like, I really want to try it out. So I'll, I'll probably be checking that out when that drops. Everything's going to be coming out on August 2nd is when the store will update. Also, Little Nightmares is dropping on PS4. I could have sworn that was already out on PS4, but maybe I'm going crazy. Um, you're saying like they gave it away before? Yeah, that's what I think. I might be thinking of Limbo, though, because I know they gave out Limbo before. Yeah, I might be thinking about Limbo, actually. Now say it this, out loud. The problem with this update is I thought there would be more. Like, I expected to see some, like, classics in this update is not the whole thing like they're adding so you know, this is the uh their regular base subscription you know with the free games every month right if you want classics you got to get to like what is it like playstation plus premium is what it's called <laughs> but i thought they would update everything at once though oh i see what you mean right. like yeah like if it's a monthly update, this is August update. So I expected, yeah, here's everything you're getting on August. Including, you yeah, know, not just like the lowest tier. <laughs> PS2, PS3. Yeah, not yeah. just the lowest tier. Um, also, I don't know yeah, if you saw like, the comments on this. <laughs> the what? But, like, if you scroll down to the comments, there's a guy that's like, yes, be greatness with you forever. Greatness awaits us. Wait, and then, like, wait, <laughs> these people were responding to that comment with, yeah, I can always rely on this guy for a cringe comment. Uh, <laughs> begging for greatness, indeed. Uh, yeah, it's like the biggest PlayStation fan is like commenting on this shit and then people clowning him. Oh my god. <laughs> I gotta read this whole comment. Thank <laughs> you, Sony. Sony's all a lowercase, by the way. Didn't capitalize it. Three big hits. Be greatness with you forever. Forever's for, forever. It's spelled <laughs> wrong, and it's all capitalized. I was right about you since from beginning. But you spelled beginning. Beginning. Greatness <laughs> awaits you, my friend. It started. You gave's in July 2022. 23 amazing games continue yours journey with greatness you are best waiting more great game great waiting more games to come <laughs> i hope you only big began beginning with greatness and still await us oh my god i had like a seizure trying to read that <laughs> in the comments like i'd always rely on you for a cringe comment does this guy like have a history of like probably posting cringe shit now I'm going to be looking out for his comments on every fucking... Yeah, dude. Hassan Brobry. 
keep an eye open for Hassan there. <laughs> and he he responded to his criticism at the at the bottom of the his thread here. <laughs> Greatness awaits. It's for PS4. Play has no ni- limits. It's for PS5. It's not weird when I like games. How can you say that every month most of the games suits me because I don't have them and they are welcome to collection. And I bought around 200 games on PlayStation deals. Reason I give up is because they coming for free. Like it was Yakuza 3, 4, 5. I bought them. Dude, what are you trying to say here? <laughs> okay, I'm not going to read this whole thing. I'm getting like an aneurysm trying to read it. Um, but no, good for you, man. I mean, if you're getting your money's worth out of it, like... Good on you, man. I wish I could be like half as excited as you are for these games. <laughs> I really do. I really do. I wish. He seems like he's got his life together. You know, we, we clown on him, but that's a happy dude. <laughs> <laughs> we clown on him, but that's a, that's a happy guy. That guy goes to bed happy. He wakes up happy. He's in a good mood all the time. <laughs> I dropped a glass yesterday. It ruined my whole fucking day. So, you know, this guy, this guy's got the secret to life. Um, <laughs> uh, talking about PlayStation stuff, uh, the PS5 beta introduces uh, 1440p support, gameless, and more. Um, kind of weird it's supporting 1440p HDMI when, like, it already supports 4K, doesn't it? That was one of the big things is that when it launched, they didn't support... 1440p which is mostly like a monitor like yeah. a gaming monitor resolution um so they were like hey if there's a demand for this we'll do it and then you know of course there was a demand for it so finally did it uh the problem with 1440 is that it does not support variable refresh rate which you kind of want that most monitors support yeah. that. Yeah, kind of weird. It's not going to support that when, like, I would hate to play, like, at 1440p and the refresh rate just be all over the place. You get this nasty screen tearing. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing about 1440 is that most games don't, most games run at either 1080p or, like, 4K. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what games actually support 1440? Like, Not many, if any. So, if you're at 1440, it's going to, like, either scale down the resolution, or it's going to scale it up based on... Can you imagine, like, booting up a PlayStation 5, you boot it up at 1440, your menus are all at 1440, then you boot up your game and it just drops out at 1080? (laughs) Yeah. If you got like a smart TV, it's gonna tell you every time it switches frame. It switches. Uh, it changes um, resolution too. My TV does. Like that would be really annoying. <laughs> um, you can also make game lists. Finally, um, in your game library, you can create a game lists and organize your games together. Uh, you can have about fifteen game lists, a hundred games per list. That's really cool. I don't even think the PS4 had that, so that's really cool to see the PS5 have that. Uh, but honestly, like your game library just shows up alphabetically anyway, so I don't know where that list would come in handy, really. At least for someone like me who just I know what I want to play. I'm gonna hop in, look for it alphabetically, and then pick it out of the list. But whatever, you know, you do you. 
if you have a lot of games, it's nice to just be like, hey, these are my, uh, these are my racing games, or these are my yeah. like split screen multiplayer games. Okay, I can see that being a thing. Like, they got some buddies over, you know, having a couple of drinks. Your girlfriend comes over. It's like, what do you want to play? Oh, let me look through like my list of like split screen games. I can see yeah. that being a thing. I think Steam does it the best because Steam will automatically, because Steam has that like tag system. Yeah, so you can so just they have, they click have on the split screen tag and find yeah, it. Yeah, they have like dynamic collections. So you just say, hey, show me all the split screen games. Show me all the games I have that are tagged with split screen. And it just does it automatically. Yeah, it seems ahead of the game, dude. Like, yeah. Sony's got to catch up. <laughs> like, let's be honest here. Um, but no, that's cool. It's a cool, like, feature, you know. I'm not going to shit on them for, like, adding new stuff. Um, you can also listen and compare the difference between 3D and stereo audio on the same screen. So what's cool is that you just, when you pick your audio from the settings, you now you can actually listen to it and hear the difference before you make the selection. Which is cool. Like, I don't, even some even some modern PC games don't do that. Like you just you have a selection to pick the audio setting, but you can't actually like hear the difference on them. So it's cool to see yeah. like PlayStation bringing that in. Um, you can just do it from the system setting, so that's cool. I mean, I'm sure there's more work. You got to make sure the game supports it, but whatever. I think most PS5 games, at least the AAA stuff, support 3D audio, right? So it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, well, I think it's like a system wide engine. What do they call it? the 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 velocity is that the one? I don't know. They have the the thing in the system that just does it system wide. So yeah. Um, you can also request party members to start share screen to watch their gameplay. So if you got a friend who's playing a game, you can request to watch them play, which is cool. Um, Steam's been doing that forever. I know I keep bringing Steam up, but it's a cool system. Like it's really cool to have it. Um, and also when you join a party. And a party member is playing a game you can join. They'll now get a notification. You can join the game directly from the notification. Which is weird that wasn't a thing already. Because I thought like PS4 already had that. But whatever. Um, you'd be surprised all all, PS5 launched with a lot of shit that was yeah. on PS4 and then was not on PS5. Yeah. Like they're like kind of annoying. I mean, I'm, I don't own a PS5 yet because they're like impossible to find. But... Honestly, like, I don't really have like, a big need for it. I don't want to sound like an elitist, but my PC could run pretty much anything I need it to. Yeah. So I have fun playing on that. Maybe I'll get a PS5 later down the line when they're more readily available. They're not expensive. But right now, I'm not getting one. My brothers both have one. They've been trying to bug me to get one forever, but whatever. But no, cool, cool news here for anyone on a PS5 right now. You got some pretty cool updates and pretty cool quality of life changes. So have fun with that. Um, some quickie news. We got a look at the an early look at the user experience of the PlayStation VR 2. All those of you who don't know, PlayStation did announce a new VR headset. Supposed to be lighter and more aerodynamic than the original model. And it's gonna have some cool little supports too. Um the controllers actually have analog sticks on them now, which is cool. <laughs> but they're gonna, they showed off quite a few new features. I didn't have a chance to read through this article yet. Well, everything they're showing is stuff that, uh, it's, it's all stuff that's been done already 
Yeah, like most other... modern headsets are doing that, right? Even like the first Vive headset did all of this shit. Um, it's got cameras in the front, so you can kind of look through the cameras to see your actual world. You know, while you have the headset on, you can just look through the camera so you can see your environment. Is useful because you don't have to keep taking the thing off to just find out where your beer is. Um, you can you can stream your your gameplay now. Uh, straight from the system. Which, weird that wasn't a thing. Like I thought, I could have sworn you can do that on PS4 already, but I guess not. <laughs> the original VR. I don't think so. Yeah. Um. Customize play area, so now in VR2, you can actually customize the play area you can play in, so you don't have to worry about, like, hitting your lamp or something, or letting you yeah. play outside that area. But just cool, like, that's a cool feature to have. Plus, because the camera's built into the actual headset, there's not, like, another fucking dongle you gotta fuck with to, like, scan your room out. Because I know the PS, the first VR needed the PlayStation camera, right? I don't think you need that with the VR2. Right. And the, the good thing about this, same thing the Vive did is when you get close to the boundary, it warns you. It like sh it shows you, oh, hey, you're getting close to the fucking edge here. You're about to hit something, uh, which is good to have. Really good, yeah. All in all, it's a pretty cool improvement over it. And I, I don't know if this is going to be enough to like get people to upgrade to VR, especially since like... Oh, I don't think we have this on the notes here. But... um. Do we have a price to the VR2 yet, or is that still unannounced? I don't think they've announced a price yet. Because um, the new, like, meta headsets, the Oculus headsets are going up, remember? I don't know if you heard that yet, but yeah, yeah. the prices are going up on them, like, like 100 bucks, 200 bucks, something like that. And uh, there's no new features, it's just the price is going up on them. <laughs> They're not getting new features or new hardware out of it. It's just this is what they're going to sell for now. So I, I'm a little worried about what that's going to do for VR because it doesn't have the biggest adoption yet. And they just made that barrier. Um, Meta, you know, with their Oculus, is like the leading the charge right now for VR. They just made that barrier of entry even higher. So i don't know if the attention's there that this vr2 is going to make a big splash but we'll see i mean i really like vr and i hope it's not a fad because i really do like vr i like the idea of it i fucked around with some vr headsets before and they're really cool there's some cool stuff you can do on them that you can't do in other games like there's a cool experience here i haven't been this excited for like new gaming peripherals since like sony released like the the dual shock you know with two joysticks and i played um I'm getting that same vibe the first time I played uh, Ape Escape, and I can use these sticks to play it. I was like, oh, this is going to change gaming forever. I got the same thing when I played VR. So I really, really hope it's not a fad. Um, but we'll see what happens, man. Um, I'm really, really excited to see what they put out with this, if this does become something really big. But we just we need that adoption to do it. And It's like, it's like a chicken to... and the egg thing, because yeah. if, if there's no... If there's no real reason to get one, then people aren't going to get one. And then yeah. if people don't get one, then people, the developers aren't going to bother making shit for the thing that people yeah. aren't getting. So, and especially if like the price point is, if they're super expensive, 
I imagine this thing is going to be just as much as like a whole fucking PS5. Maybe just like a little cheaper. Yeah. I don't know. The tech you need a fucking PS5 in. to play it. Like, ugh. yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like 400 minimum. But, yeah, I don't dude. Know. It's, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Like, it sucks because, like, I really, really, really want VR to, like, be a more mainstream thing. But there's not a lot of content for it yet. Like, at least for me, the biggest VR game we got, and I'm talking just in general, not just Oculus, Vive, PlayStation, the biggest VR thing, any software we got was probably Half-Life Alex. And I can't think of anything else that released that, yeah. like, made me think, oh, I gotta get a VR. Well, Resident Evil 4 VR, but, like, I already played Resident Evil 4. Like, I love Resident Evil 4, don't get me wrong, but a new Half-Life game on VR, and that still wasn't enough to, like, you know, push that over the yeah. edge? Like, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Especially since that was legitimately, um, like, some people's game of the year that year. Yeah, that dude. It's still, like, it's still, like, nobody played it, and it's still... I don't know if it had a massive uptick in Vive sales, because it was a Vive exclusive, right? Yeah. So I don't think it had a massive uptick in Vive sales. I don't know. We'll see. Like, all this is doing is creating more competition for a product that doesn't have a huge install base yet and creating more exclusives and dividing up the audience for an audience that's already really small. Like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's going to work financially, but I don't know. I'm just a guy. But just seeing the trends right that we've been seeing so far with VR, it's VR has been a thing for a while now. It's still not totally affordable. Um, it still doesn't have this huge install base. It's a novelty thing still. You know, it's not like a mainstream thing anymore. It's not a mainstream thing yet. So we'll see if PlayStation can do something with it. I mean, the first PlayStation VR was probably the most affordable VR headset on the market at the time. But you had to have a whole PlayStation to do it. So, but with this, you need a PS5 to do it, and you can't fucking find any of those either. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just talking out my ass right now, but we'll see what happens with it. I'm excited for it because the tech is really cool, but I don't know if we're going to get enough uh, support for it when it finally does drop. We'll see. Maybe Sony's going to just drop some bangers on it <laughs> to coerce people into buying one, but we'll see. Um, also, we got the Backbone 1 PlayStation Edition. It's an officially licensed controller by PlayStation for mobile. So that's really cool. You can just snap your, you can just snap your phone into it, and you have an officially licensed PlayStation controller. You, uh, you cut out. An actual PlayStation controller oh, to connect your system. I cut out. Oh, no, you're back. You're back. Back, am I good? Like, am I clear? One, two, I, one, I, two. When I saw the headline for this, I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, we're getting a PlayStation Elite controller finally." That's uh, what I thought, but no, it's a mobile controller. No, it's a mobile controller. It's a controller that already exists, by the way. The only PlayStation thing about it is the color scheme. They didn't even move the uh, the D pad and the analog stick to match the placements on the on the PlayStation controller. Uh, so the only thing about it that's PlayStation is the color and like the button icons. And it's only for iPhone too. 
that's the other thing. So it's not it's not great. Hello, 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 hello. Cut out. You cut out. You cut out. You cut out. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, my Discord just like reset. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but it's good now. Um but yeah, like what you're saying, like how the fuck are they gonna like market this as like a PlayStation controller and not have the PlayStation layout for the sticks? Like that doesn't doesn't make yeah. sense. Um they're trying to get in on some of that like remote play shit, I guess. I don't know how good that shit is for so it only I think remote play only works if you're like next to your console. Right. You need to have uh, be on the same Wi-Fi network on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I use remote play on my Vita to my PS4, and it works pretty well. And like a pinch, I was able to use my Vita as like a controller. Would it be nice if I could but, just do that on a PS5? Use my Vita. Yeah, that'd be great. But Sony like stopped supporting the Vita way too soon. Yeah. Um, the problem though is that it runs off your Wi-Fi network. So I remember like very very early on in the game of verse when um i was still doing that retro bite thing and i had a buddy over we were streaming i was doing one of our uh, charity streams and i didn't have a controller so i was like oh, i'll just have my buddy use like my vita controller we'll just use that as like an extra controller because we were streaming already it used up too much bandwidth that i couldn't connect the vita to my playstation <laughs> yeah yeah so that's like a thing i doubt that's not going to be a problem with this but um, it would be uh, like it would be nice if they had some the streaming service that they have. It'd be nice if you could just do that, just play like yeah. PlayStation Now on it, or uh, like it seems like they're trying to get in on some of the shit that like again, like some of the shit that Xbox is doing very well. They're trying to do yeah. it, yeah, but half-assed. Yeah, I tried like. Oh, I forgot to mention, I tried some cloud gaming the other, a little while ago. I forgot to mention oh. this. We're talking about it. Yeah. So, I didn't fucking know this, but if you're subscribed to Amazon Prime, you get enrolled into another program called Amazon Prime Gaming. Yeah. And just for the price of my Amazon Prime subscription, I get, like, free content towards a bunch of free-to-play games, some free games. I got Far Cry 4 out of it. And I have access to Luna, and I can play some games off Luna. Yeah. So I was like, okay, fuck it, I'll try. I downloaded Luna onto my phone, and I tried to play. I didn't have a controller, so I was just playing with the on-screen, like, the on-screen keypad. Try to play Mega Man 11. It felt like shit. Oh, my <laughs> God. It was not even, like, the touchscreen controls, but, like, actual, like, the delay with this cloud gaming dude was so obnoxious. My God. <clears throat> it was unplayable. It was it was seriously unplayable. I couldn't I couldn't do it. I got really annoyed with it really fast. And the game was like, oh we because when you when you select that you don't have a controller, it's like, oh you could use the on screen controller, but we recommend using a controller for a better experience. Like, no, that a controller's not gonna fix the situation. Like the delay is way too bad. Um so I tried it, didn't like it, but everyone's told me Luna is not that great anyway. So 
Yeah, I maybe that, that maybe that's on me. I tried Luna when it like first came out, and it was not it was not great. I played like yeah, it's not a good experience. It. Yeah, it is not a good experience at all. Um, yeah, so there you go. I could I tried it. I could say I tried like Squid. I could say I tried uh, Cloud Gaming, and it wasn't my thing. <laughs> the best one still was, was Stadia. Stadia was like rock solid. I played yeah. PUBG and won a match. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Is Google still supporting the Stadia? It's still around. There were rumors that came out that was like, hey, they're planning on uh, canceling Stadia. And I think they came out and was like, no, it's not true. So. Who knows? It just came out in like 2019, and for them to like stop supporting it, I, I want to try the different like cloud services. I haven't tried everyone. I tried Luna, didn't like it. Uh, my dad played uh, the PlayStation cloud service. That that feels like dog shit. So <laughs> you said Xbox feels okay, right? Like their servers are pretty solid. No, Xbox is no? bad too. Oh my god. Yeah. No, the only the only good ones is only two of them that are good. Stadia was the best. Actually, Stadia was the second best after the Nvidia Nvidia's cloud thing was the best one. They still doing that. They're still doing that, and it just uses your Steam library. So you just log into it, and whatever Steam games you already own that are supported, you can just play them. Oh, that's really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. That is really cool. What's the subscription cost for that? I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm going to check that out later. It's free? Oh, fuck yeah, then. Okay, cool. Let me check that shit out. It's free, but you only play for like a few hours, and then it like kicks you out, and you got to get back in. But it's free. I will try that out then. I will definitely check that out. Uh, That's really cool. But yeah, so Backbone One PlayStation Edition, officially licensed controller for PlayStation, for your phone. I guess go check it out <laughs> if you like, honestly. If, if you game on your phone, you probably already have like a, a dedicated controller, if not a Backbone already. So, whatever. <laughs> I mean, go check it out. I guess if that's your thing. Uh, we got some new trailers. Some actually pretty cool trailers here that I won't lie. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns released their Spider-Man trailer. Midnight Suns, dude, is an anomaly. Like, it's it's definitely not, like, my cup of tea. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of, like, card-based games. But I do like me some strategy games, like XCOM-style games. And this looks yeah. pretty solid, the way it's being played. I, I threw this and in the wish got... list. Yeah? Yeah. It just looks good. It looks good. So yeah, it does. Like it legit looks like fun, and it doesn't look like it's annoying, like with the card game mechanics, because like you have a deck, and every turn you just draw cards. You can play uh, with the cards that you draw, and I like that idea. It's it's an XCOM style strategy game, but with the, the card mechanics, will add an extra like layer to it of strategy and uh, depth, especially with some of the randomization that comes with the card games. Yeah. And that, that's kind of half the fun of card games, right? Like building your deck so that you can rely as little luck as possible. So, yeah, but it's this also is cool. Like, like, I like here's, it's like, here's the hand that I have. 
let's figure out what we can do with this. That's yeah. Kind of like the fun in that as well. Yeah, that's really cool. And I like that a lot. Like, I, at first I was hesitant on it when I heard, oh, it's a strategy RPG card mechanics. I was already like, oh, fuck this game. I'm not going to like this. But actually seeing it, like, in action, there's some cool stuff here. Yeah. It also helps the show off like Spider-Man, my favorite superhero. So yeah. I got to check this shit out. Yeah, really, really like what I'm seeing here. This looks really cool. Um, I'm probably going to add this to my wish list, too. I like what I'm seeing. Um, we also got a DLC trailer for Minecraft. A SpongeBob DLC. I just got to say, this looks really cool. This looks awesome. Like, this looks awesome. There's some cool stuff here. Like, like it looks like they're adding some mini games on there. So SpongeBob specific mini games, um, so SpongeBob specific uh, levels to play through. It's basically a SpongeBob game, like in Minecraft. Yeah. This is yeah. really cool. Is Minecraft done anything else like that? Um, they've done. I know they've released like character packs and stuff as DLC, but to make like a whole like, oh, here's like a whole like. SpongeBob themed like level and world to play through. I don't think I've seen anything else like that. I think they did do something else, but I don't remember. This is really cool. I, I like what I'm seeing here. Like, Minecraft has become such a big gaming phenomenon that, like, and it's so malleable the way the game is. Like you can release a SpongeBob DLC and like add Bikini Bottom to the game, add new game mini games, uh, character models, and you get a ton of stuff with it. Like it's really cool. Like I like this. Um, I really really like this. It's cool to see actual like content more than just like character skins. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is cool. You can look forward to that. Uh, that's available right now, so you can go check it out right now if you got Minecraft. Um, we also got a trailer for Revolt. We were talking about this earlier. You said this is a, a game you're excited for. Tell me more about it. The Revolt is an old... It's like a, it's a racing game where you use RC cars. And the thing about that is they, like, they control like RC cars. They're very uh, squirrely. The, the handling is super sensitive and they just, they, they feel like RC cars. They just, it's, it's like, so it's very difficult. Yeah. Uh, but once you like, once you get the hang of it, all the, all the levels are like based on, you know, like RC car sized cars in like the real world. So you're driving through like the streets as an RC car, you're driving through like shopping malls. Um, like all the level designs are based around that, and it's really cool. It's like a combat racer, but your RC cars. Yeah, it's um, really cool. I liked what I was seeing here on. Like this look, like legit looks like a lot of fun. There's like a there's a there's a track editor that's not very good, and I don't think there's uh, I don't think there's any like online modes or anything. I think they even took out the split screen, so really just single player racing but it's good racing it's a good game 
I'll check it out. It's only like five dollars on Steam right now. So yeah. So you know, not a big Kotlin, a big uh, bear of entry here to check out. I'll definitely be checking this out soon. Like it looks cool. And another story that I was really excited to talk about. Well, as soon as I heard about this, I told Wasabi, like, do we got to talk about this on the show? Um, a fucking legend is making a Simpsons Hit and Run remastered mod. Uh, the guy has a YouTube channel, El Gato del Tejado. Uh, the the cat, I think it's like the cat on the roof is, the, is uh, how it translates. Um, my Spanish is like, okay. It's intermediate, like, very minimal Spanish. Anyway, the guy is completely remastering Simpsons Hit and Run, and it's more than just a fresh coat of paint. This dude is redoing textures. He shows off very at the beginning of this tri- this cutscene, uh, side by side looks at a lot of like advertisements in the game, like billboards and stuff. The original models versus like the new textures he redrew. The dude's redrawing these textures in the Simpsons style, which is fucking incredible. Uh, this whole video is like a five minute video showing off like characters. Um, he's completely done a new character model. So he had to download a lot of them off an asset store, but he was able to uh, edit them with some cool cell shading effects to make them match the uh, up-res textures he's doing for the environment. He's, he's really cool. He talks about some of the problems he had making these textures work in the game and how, it w- how the models were viewed off in the original game versus uh, this one. Like the Lisa one, about two minutes in, the, the work he put into making Lisa work in this game is insane. Like, he talks about the problems he had with it. Uh, but the coolest thing, the coolest thing about this trailer that this was incredible to me is how he's doing the cutscenes. So he's redoing the cutscenes in the game. The problem is he's not too experienced with 3D animation. As much as he would love to do it, he's not that experienced with it. He's like, fuck it. Let's do 2D animation. He completely redid the cutscenes and reanimated them in 2D in the original Simpsons style. And it looks incredible, dude. You can see some comparisons about four minutes in of what these stills look like in that style. And it's insane. It looks like an episode of The Simpsons or like a clip out of The Simpsons movie. And at first I saw the stills and I was like, well, these are just stills though. How does it look in motion? Four minutes, 45 seconds in, he shows you side by side comparisons of the actual cutscenes in movement. And it's incredible. This is so in- amazing that one dude did this. Like the, the work that goes into animating the stuff by hand, 2D, to completely reinvent this game. He's going to be talking about uh, high-definition textures and interior models in his next video. This just came out last week, this video here that he did. So I can't wait to see what else he puts out with it. But I'm going to be watching this project, dude. There's a, there's a part three now. Is there already? I think so. I think uh, no. A... There's a new video, like a short... Uh, Thanking people yeah. for uh, the million views the last video got, but that's it. Um, there's not a part three yet. Um, at least not by this guy. I mean, you can look up like Simpsons hit and run mods, and there's people who are working on like mods for it, but this guy is like taking it to the next level. This is incredible, dude. 
Like, this is insane, the amount of work this guy's putting into this. I never played Simpsons Hit and Run as a kid. I wish I did. I heard good things about it. I never had a chance to play it, though. So I'll definitely be checking this out. I love The Simpsons. I grew up watching The Simpsons. The Simpsons is, like, responsible for my sense of humor. So take that as you will. If you think I'm funny, great. Yeah, The Simpsons thing for that. If you think I'm not funny, you can blame The Simpsons for it. But... <laughs> This is so cool. Like, I can't, I can't think of any other fan project that had this much work, at least not by one dude. Like, the fact that this is one guy is insane, dude. <laughs> and on top of that, to make these videos, like, keep us updated on like, the work he's doing on it. Oh, my God. This is so, so cool. <laughs> this is so cool. I can talk about this project all day, dude. I'm, I'm excited to see where this project goes. Uh, do you ever play Simpsons Hit and Run as a kid? I think I played it very, very little. I think a friend yeah. of mine must have had it. I play when I go to his place. Yeah, you're not a big like fan of The Simpsons, though, right? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Oh, dude, this yeah. I love The Simpsons. I love The Simpsons. I can watch. Uh, the other day, I was at my mom's place. I didn't know what to watch, so I pulled up Disney Plus. Started watching The Simpsons. Fucking great time. I love The Simpsons so much. I like Futurama. Um, Futurama's good. Don't get me wrong. I love Futurama. But The Simpsons, though, dude, they got some jokes that are just, that still hit. Like, they still hit right today. Um, oh, I love The Simpsons. It's a fucking classic. I can watch The Simpsons, at least the earlier seasons. Seasons, like, two through, like, eight are, like, peak comedy, dude. Um, yeah, I fucking love The Simpsons. Anyway, uh, yeah, this this mod looks incredible. So for for sure, a hundred percent, check out Elgato's YouTube channel. Um, you know, show some support. He's got a Patreon up. Honestly, I might donate to his Patreon because I really want to see this project come out. Yeah, um, he's only got two tiers right now. Yeah, he's he's got two tiers right now: a uh, three dollar tier and a six dollar and fifty cent tier. Um, both of them get you early access and some general like bug fixes and communication with them um and another one the higher tier though gets you first-hand content whatever that means doesn't really elaborate what that means but it's only six dollars a month which is it's it's a shame because this dude's video has like 1.2 million views but his patreon only has like 17 patrons so i want to check it out I definitely want to start donating to his Patreon. If we can bring like any more attention to him, uh, I, I'll feel good today. I can go to bed happy today if I can bring some more attention to this guy's project. Um, speaking of like insane fan projects, uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild got a split-screen multiplayer mode uh, developed by fans, which looks really cool. Like It's impressive how well this works. Um, this shit would not work on Switch at all. <laughs> like, there's no fucking way this would be able to run on Switch. So you would have to download the, uh... Is this using the Wii U emulator? Because I think that was, like, the only way to play it, right? Yeah, I think so. The Wii U emulator, and then... Patches in it to make it, like, run good. And then... Uh, you know, obviously with a split screen. This shit is crazy. This is crazy, especially since like I've looked at some behind the scenes stuff on how the Breath of the Wild works. 
And it re- the only reason it's able to render like so much and has such a long draw distance is it only renders what you're looking at. So when you turn around, it does like the Horizon Zero Dawn thing. Well, I guess the Horizon Zero Dawn thing is doing the Zelda thing if you want to be technical, but it doesn't render the area when you're not looking at it. So if you if everything behind you can't, well, enemies are still there and the immediate area is still there, but the world like stops rendering when you're not looking at it. Yeah. That's how it's able to have the draw distance it does on hardware like the Switch and Wii U. So, adding split screen multiplayer, <laughs> you're doubling that uh, that ability now. Now, if you guys are facing different directions, it's got to render everything at the same time. While still, from what I'm seeing here, keeping a solid 60 frame per second. So... <laughs> I can't imagine the work that went into making this happen, dude. <laughs> like, my head hurts, like, just thinking about how hard this must have been. But it's really, really cool. Like, it's really cool to see it happen. And even stuff like Flurry Rush, you know, once one person sets it off, you know, you get that advantage for both characters. That's really cool to see. Um, there's a lot of work that went into this. Like, this is incredible to see this happen. Um, I might download this just to try it out because this is I've played Breath of the Wild so much, so many times. I'm still learning shit about it. So to get a multiplayer, to get a split screen co-op mod for it. Any word yet? There's online co-op or has that already been a thing? I think online would be a ridiculous even more. But um Yeah. Yeah. This is coming out um yesterday in beta, so Yeah, he said, like, from the beginning of the video, like, there's going to be some issues with it, but expect them to be fixed in the future. But so far, though, it's re- looks looking pretty good. Like, this is really cool to see. I wonder if you could just do, like, the entire story, if you can just do the entire game in split screen. Why not? Any word yet? Like, I, don't, I haven't had a chance to watch the whole video, but can you explain, like, how the pause screen works? Yeah, it pauses for both screens. characters. And then whoever paused it is the one that gets the menu. Okay. And I assume everybody like shares like the same equipment screen then. Um maybe. Like you think you're saying if someone picks up an item, they both characters get it? Yeah. I'm not sure. I have access to it. Like if I pick up like a Well, with the way the game is, like there's some like armor that's like you can only get one piece of. Yeah. So, both characters have to have access to it. You wouldn't be able to pick up like two sets of armor. I don't know. We'll see. Like we'll 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 see when it comes out. I'm sure that's like stuff that's still being worked on. But it's it's just the fact that this exists is incredible, dude. Like this is so cool. <laughs> God, what a time to be alive. Ah, this is such a <laughs> cool time to be alive. Fucking split screen, Breath of the Wild. Hell yeah, sign me up. Um. Ending off the show, you know, we're going to end this the way we always end, dude. we got some game releases coming out. Um, Azura Striker Gunvolt 3 is dropping on Xbox One and Series X August 2nd. Um, Frog Gun is also releasing August 2nd for everything. PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. Um, this actually looks pretty cool. It's like, a, like an old-school PS1-era 3D platformer. 
like we talked about this a little bit last time it was announced and it looks really cool i might check this game out actually and august 3rd we got south of the circle releasing on everything uh south of the circle is an emotional narrative game not too dissimilar to like other point click adventures looks neat. i like the art style for it that's all i could really say um august 4th we got a couple more games coming out hard west 2 is dropping on pc um hard west is an xcom style tactics rpg but the gimmick is it takes place in this like supernatural old west setting which is pretty cool i played the first one a bit i liked it but it wasn't quite scratching that itch that xcom does for me but this looks really cool. It looks like it's just more of that. So I might check this out later. Uh, there's a demo out for it now if you want to try it out. We also got Hindsight coming out on PC and Switch and mobile. Uh, this is another um, narrative-driven game. But the big gimmick of the game is possessing physical objects and seeing the past associated with them. So pretty neat. Kind of reminds me of um, what killed Edith Finch a little bit, the way it's being presented here. Um, we also got Kokoro Clover Season 1 on PC and Switch. I don't know what this game is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 2D platformer, but I've never heard of this game before. Uh, yeah, I don't know what this Japanese is. Japanese as fuck. Yeah, it is. It's like like a Mega Man style platformer, or that's what it looks like. Can you tell that from? Well, in the sense that like it's like a level based game with like, so when I say Mega Man based platformer, I don't mean like jump and shooting. I mean like obstacle course levels, and then like a boss fight at the end. <laughs> One video they have is fifteen seconds long. It doesn't show anything. It does up a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, but not like. Why is there? Well, I'm like looking at like the screenshots and stuff too. Titles, dialogue in English. Actual like written dialogue is still Japanese. Sure, what this is. Apparently, it's inspired by Sunday morning Japanese anime shows of the past. Transformations, cards, dancing, and robots. That's like a whole like level of nostalgia that I have like no like nostalgia in. <laughs> yeah. It says it's a visual I... novel and a 2D platformer. I want to add this to the wish list. I'm not signed in. Remind me of, of, about this game. Music mode. Yeah, there's like, I'm reading through like the description here. This actually looks pretty cool. Like, there's some cool stuff here that I like. I might check this out later. This looks pretty neat. Then there's Sword and Fairy together forever, releasing on PS4 and PS5. You played this game, didn't you? During like a demo derby a little while back. Yeah. 
the whole game Chinese was like in game. Chinese. He had no fucking clue what was going on. Yeah, yeah, everything's in Chinese. I think uh, the version that's coming to consoles English in it, but the version I played completely in Chinese. So uh, hard to understand what was actually happening, but it's a cool like little hack and slash, like a like a Devil May Cry style. Yeah, that's what got me into it. That's what made me want to check it out. Yeah. I love me some, like, Devil May Cry style, like, action games. I mean, this looks incredible. Like, graphically speaking, this game looks... What is it with Chinese games, like, looking really, really good and having really great graphical fidelity, like... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing over there, but apparently this is the seventh game in this Sword and Fairy series. That's I. I fucking never played Sword and Fairy one through six. I'm a little worried. I'll get lost in the deep lore of the Sword and Fairy franchise. Um, now jokes aside, um, the description says the seventh lineal sequel. So this isn't like Final Fantasy where it's just like a new thing every time. Like no, this is like a lineal sequel. This takes place after six. If that, if I'm reading this description correctly. But even then, like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, so <laughs> it'll, it'll be fun to check out. I might actually check this out. It's only like 30 bucks, so I might actually check this out on Steam. Oh, but you can get it now, or August 4th on PS4 and PS5. Massage Freaks on Switch. Okay, so I want to talk about this. Okay. Because th- that got pulled from Switch, didn't it? Did it? I couldn't find it. That's why there's no... Yeah, dude, it's it. a porn game. <laughs> oh, really? Yes! Yes, it's a porn game. Um, apparently, there's a lot of backlash to it, like launching. It's a rhythm game. It's a rhythm porn game, and it was releasing on Switch. And I guess there was a bunch of backlash on it, and it got pulled and delayed indefinitely. I can't find any gameplay on it. Everyone says it's a not safe for work game. So I don't know, like, what, is, what does that mean? Like, is this like a, a porn game, or is there just like some titties? Like, what is this? Because, like, Witcher has titties, and that hasn't been pulled, so what makes this game a problem? Um, I don't know. I, I dug way deeper into this than I probably should have, but... Well, apparently, one of the characters' names is, like, one of the names from a Japanese idol group. They changed her name. just it's so weird to me to like this got pulled especially since um uh the first time i heard about this was on um find the the first time i heard about this uh rich from vtech usa was doing like a little thing about it he was talking about it and honestly like the whole thing reeked of like mad like boomer energy if i'm being honest the whole thing was like, I remember back when Nintendo had a seal of approval, now it doesn't mean anything. And you can just buy porn games on their eShop while also complaining that Nintendo like isn't doing enough to like modernize themselves. And I was like, really, dude? I would think putting porn games on their system was like a pretty big deal. But he's also like, think of the children, blah, 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 blah. Dude, like, shut up. Um, the massage game where you massage to the beat. Yeah, it's, it's a rhythm game. But with like porn, 
I don't even know if it's really porn though. That's the thing. Like, there's a difference between like nudity and like porn. There's a huge difference. Yeah. It's like what makes this game like not okay, but a game like Witcher Three can be on the Switch. You know that has nudity. That has some very like very like detailed sex scenes. Some of the most like detailed sex scenes I've seen in, like a AAA game at least. And that's on Switch just fine without any changes. Why? Why does this one need to get pulled? Because some people complained about it. Um, but whatever. Um, yeah, I, I didn't want to go on a tangent here, but this is actually a game I heard about before we talked about it. And I haven't seen any gameplay. I don't know what the game even looks like. like is it even really a porn game? Or is it just people, like, freaking out? Now, I'm not saying, like, I would go buy it. Like, it doesn't really sound like an interesting game to me. You know, if I want to play a porn game, I got Steam for that. But it's it's weird, though, that, like, people seem to pick and choose, like, what controversies to, like, make a big deal out of, you know? It seems like it's being held because, not because of the porn, it's because of the other stuff. Like, they're using, like, real people's likenesses. Oh, really? Because I, I thought it was from, like... People getting upset over like the fact that it was porn. Even the website for the game got like pulled. So yeah, I think you're Poobin right. Poobin in chat. Poobin is in the Yo, chat. Yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? Fall Girls is the best game ever created. You're not wrong. Fall Girls. Is that like a porn parody of Fall Guys that I don't hear? I never heard about. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to look that up. I'm looking it up. I'll fuck up my search history. I don't care. <laughs> that massage freaks. I looked it up and it's giving me massage parlors in my area. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably on some fucking watch list now, but whatever. <laughs> Like, the idea that this game... I thought this game was getting pulled for, like, you know, the porn stuff, but if it's just because it's using actual likenesses, that makes more sense. I can see that being a problem. But it's like, you know, Nintendo... Nintendo's already doing what other systems aren't, right? Because weren't there some, like, the San Rincagura games were, like, censored on PlayStation, but not on uh, on, uh, Nintendo? Yeah, San Rincagura... Um, I think one of the one of those Muso games was the the least censored on Switch. So they have yeah. a platform to go to for your your porn needs. Or I don't even think there's any like actual porn games on Switch. Like I keep using the word porn game, but I don't think there's actually any porn games on here. Yeah. Um, definitely very suggestive games for sure. But well, I like, wouldn't it used say... to be the Vita. It used to be the Vita that was the the platform for that, and now it's the Switch. For like the DJ they didn't have porn though, or was it just no, like no, very it wasn't like it was never porn. It was just like you know like lewd type shit. It was like yeah, yeah. what's the term? Like the etchy games? Is that the term for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here acting like I don't know what it is, even though I know exactly <laughs> what the fuck it is. Um, <laughs> but no, jokes aside, like. I know I don't like people telling someone what to do. You know what I mean? Like, if people are upset, like, oh, it's a Nintendo system, get get those games off of there. I'd be like, go oh, fuck yourself. Like, it's a video game system. These are video games. If you don't like it, set up your parental controls. Um, 
But if, if, if they're pulling it, not because of that, because of like likenesses and copyright issues, like that makes more sense to me. That makes me feel a little bit better. But it's still like a weird phenomenon, this game. Like I, I've heard this game get talked about so much in the last like week. This game got way more attention than it deserved. If nobody just gave a shit, I would have never heard of this game. But because everyone's making a big deal out of it and the controversy around it, this game's now on my radar. <laughs> um, and moving on. Uh, Venaris Tactics is releasing on PC August 4th. Uh, that's a tactics RPG-style game. It reminds me of Final Fantasy Tactics a little bit, the way it looks. More like Fire Emblem. That's the idea. Which looks pretty cool. Uh, this game... I never really played Final Fantasy Tactics. I've heard good things, but it's never been my cup of tea. Uh, so check that out. August 4th when that drops. We also got uh, Bokura. Releasing on PC and mobile on August 5th. It's a puzzle adventure game. Built for two-player only gameplay. That's interesting to me. You can only play this game with two people. Yeah. So this might be cool to check out. Um, I might actually, if this is coming out on mobile, I might just download it on mobile and play with my wife. See if she'd be into this. Yeah, this looks really cool. There's a lot of like multiplayer puzzles here that look like they might be fun to play with another person. I'll check it out. Um... We also got Gigabash, Gigabash. It's an arena brawler based off like kaiju fights, like Godzilla and stuff. This looks pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. This look, actually looks like a lot of fun. Um, I'm not a big fan of like kaiju. I never watched like Godzilla or anything. But this looks like fun. It's like a fun like arcade brawler. Like, I think that there could be some fun in this. Yeah, I don't know anything about this game, though, outside of that. <laughs> Reminds me of that. Um, there was a game on GameCube and shit. That was... Is it like Monsters? Robo Destroy Arena? Monsters? Oh, Godzilla. Destroy All Monsters. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I played that game. <laughs> This looks like that, but the camera's pulled back a bit more, and it looks a lot faster than I remember like Godzilla being. This looks more like a party game, almost. Oh, yeah. This is a lot faster. Yeah, this looks pretty cool, though. I might check this out, actually. That's going to go on the wish list. Um, and that's going to do it for the show, man. Um, that's it, everybody. Thank you, everybody who came in to listen, came in to talk with us. Uh, Wasabi, man. Tell the people where they can find us. Go to GameReverse.com, GameReverse.com slash Twitch, GameReverse.com slash YouTube, GameReverse.com slash Discord, and jump in there and talk to us. Hang out with us. Share with us. For sure. Play, uh, we talk about games. games yeah. yeah. We play video games. We talk about video games. Come in, say hi. Show us your, uh, your gaming hot takes. I love hearing gaming hot takes. Yeah. Yeah, everyone. That's going to do it, everyone. Be safe. Have fun. Get vaccinated if you can. And be excellent to each other.